Hey! Let's talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon, and get ready for, ready for, peanut butter and jams. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with host Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9. Exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood. And a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning. The endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the host, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's peanut butter and jams. And hello, I am Jordy, and we have... Hello. Brenda's here, yay. We're very excited about tonight's show. We've got lots of stuff planned. Uh, we have a special guest coming at 7 p.m. His name is Jason, and he plays in the band The Uptights. The Uptights. Uh, we will play... Uh, I, why don't I... I could play a song by The Uptights right now. We'll play a little bit more when we're when they're on. Mm-hmm. But um, let's play a song just so that you guys know if this is something you're excited about. I'm excited I'm about excited. it. Um, so this is... Um, the Uptights are... T- tell us a little bit about The Uptights. Who's in The Uptights, aside from Jason? Sure. So there's Jason. He used to play in the band Falklands from Edmonton, and Jesse Gander. And he's uh, he's a recording engineer, and he's done a ton of local bands and also played in lots of other bands, such yeah, as... Uh, Ghost House. Um, he was in that kids band with Andy Dixon, mm. like when they were actually literally kids. DBS. DBS. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And Plus Perfect. Mm-hmm and uh cloud splitter so he's and uh, uh barry from the doers is also in in the uptights um from the if doers. you liked the doers i loved the doers i'm a doers fan yeah when i moved to vancouver they were doing their very last show at budgie's burritos and i couldn't get in every year when i do my taxes i put on doing your taxes by the doers nice yeah, so, um, yeah, definitely lots of people who have played in lots of bands, and we're excited to have Jason on the show. Yeah, and uh, so here is Further From Home by Uptights. The Uptights? Uptights? During the show, are the opinions of the house? The most
CITR's annual band competition is in its 30th year of promoting new local bands and providing great prizes. Shinding happens every Tuesday at Pat's Pub and Brewhouse at 403 East Hastings. So come check out the talent, let it compete to win studio time, features in Discorner Magazine, buttons, merch, and more. Enjoy locally made beer, pool, and CITR DJs spinning after the bands. Shindig Night 7 is happening this Tuesday, December 1st, featuring Late Spring, Cloudhood, and Regen. Cover $6 at the door, and the show is 19 plus. Check out CITR on Facebook or on Twitter at CITR Shindig for all the details. Yes, check out Shindig. It is wonderful. Um, we just played a band that, um, did you see Winona Forever at Shindig, Brenda? Or did you just know that they did well? Yeah, they, uh, won the night before I flew to Hawaii, so I was packing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but they're a winner and they're going to be in the semifinals. Yes. Um, the semifinals are like where it gets, gets real. Where it gets real, yeah. Yeah, that's where the real competition is. Um, the, before that was the Uptights and that song was called Further From Home, um, I thought that had a weaker Zenzi vibe to it, but Brenda didn't hear it. No. 
I'm from Winnipeg, so I've got... She's really uh, tuned into the weaker than. A little picky when it comes to weaker than's comparisons. <laughs> um, uh, but you said that you were just going to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. What um, did you do while you were in Hawaii? Well, we went snorkeling and we played some roller derby outside in the hot sun. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sampled the cuisine of Hawaii. What is the cuisine of Hawaii like? Well, there were uh, a couple of things that stood out as Hawaiian foods. Mm-hmm. Um, coffee is a big deal there. Everyone talks about Kona coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, How did you like it? Well, despite that, I kept ending up at coffee shops with pretty bad coffee. <laughs> so uh, we were also on the main strip, and then we took lots of trips in vans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like we sampled the best of Hawaiian coffee. No, I find Hawaii to be uh, like a really interesting place from a food like perspective just because like Hawaii as a region has its own like really distinct ethnic foods but it also has all sorts of things that have kind of that are just kind of big there because there's big immigrant communities from various like Japanese people or and they have access to all sorts of crazy seafood that you can't get in lots of parts of the world mm-hmm. so that was another new discovery of mine uh, was poke and that it was what a, is what is poke? Well, we went is to Costco, pocky? and there was an. It is not pocky. It is not little tasty breadsticks covered in chocolate and weird strawberry flares. Um, but yeah, we went to Costco, and there was a whole sort of pokey bar uh, with four or five different kinds, and it was um, kind of like po- sushi, but it was raw tuna. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like sashimi? Uh, raw tuna cubed, but in more like stir fry. So covered in sauce and some nuts and some green onions. And you would eat it with rice. And it was cold. Mm. So cold the raw fish. The rice was cold too? No, you'd have it with just rice. Hot rice, like normal. I assume so. Was We may have done it incorrectly. But okay. they told us to eat it with rice. So we made rice and then had this, this raw fish kind of cut up and cubed in mm-hmm. like sort of a stir fry pile, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have wasabi and soy sauce and, and spicy and different flavors. And it was really, really good. Oh, it sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. And so tuna there is, is very affordable and very cheap. So if you're big into ahi tuna, you can uh, you can really stock up on your raw fish. Yeah, that's um, th- that's that fish they got. They got all the fish in, in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, you also said that you were introduced to a new type of donut. Yes. So we actually, uh, someone in our van reads a blog here called Sherman's Food Adventures. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of this, but this is a, a well-known local food blog. And Sherman, maybe we will call you up and see if we can interview you about, yes, about Sherman. blogging you're, in we Vancouver. We listening. Yeah, we do. Uh, anyway, so I learned about a new food blog in Vancouver. Always good to know about other people covering food. And he went to Hawaii, and one of the things he wrote about was Leonard's. And Leonard's is a donut shop, and they have all sorts of donuts there. And the one thing that they're famous for is their malasadas. What is a malasada? So the malasada is sort of like a a stuffed jelly donut, except they are super fluffy and gooey. Mm -hmm. Um, They had different fillings, chocolate, coconut. uh, Jelly? Is there jelly? Custard. Oh. Um, chocolate, 
and hazelnut, I think. Okay. Or macadamia nut. Yeah, so those kind of flavors. And we went into this shop trying to figure out what to order because there were none on display. Mm-hmm. So we were all very confused, and then we figured out that this was the thing we were supposed to be ordering according to the blog. So you'd place your order, and then you'd go over to the counter, and they would fry your donut in the meantime, and then hand you this little plastic bag with this gooey, fluffy donut thing in the bag that was... I'm, I'm surprised they didn't melt the bag because they were super hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so sort of like a jelly donut, but way fluffier and covered in a white clear sugar. Okay. Drops of clear sugar and and stuffed with custard. Sounds very delicious. Did you say, um, you, you said it was called a malasada? Mm-hmm. What ethnicity or Portuguese. region is that from? Oh, Portuguese. Okay. Yeah. So I came back to Vancouver thinking, mm-hmm. well, if I'm going to cover it on my radio show, or Jordy said, well, try and find a local place that makes the malasadas. Because I wanted to try one. Yeah. So I went looking on the internet, and I couldn't find any place. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find a little Portuguese bakery grocery store called Cafe Algare. Okay. Or Algave. Where is that located? Uh, it's commercial in 12th. Okay. Uh, just two doors west of commercial on 12th mm-hmm. and it's this tiny little grocery store um covered with like bags of flour and beans mm-hmm. and then they have coffee and a pastry for a dollar fifty that's a good deal yeah, did so you get was one of those a malasada coffee and a malasada no, unfortunately not so i went this morning i was like oh i'm gonna pick up a whole bunch of pastries portuguese pastries to have breakfast with my family and they're gonna be so excited and and i read about these tarts Anyway, so I got there and there was two little old men in the place and some plates with different, a random assortment, a wild random assortment of pastries and pies on these plates, saran wrapped mm-hmm. with coffee. And I, uh, there, there wasn't enough of anything to bring anything and it didn't look super fresh. Right. So I didn't buy a whole bunch and I, and I picked two cookies. Oh, I brought one for you. It's oh. in my bag. Okay. These uh, little cookies with this sort of sweet stringy filling in between inside. And then I tried to pay and he ca- charged me a dollar and he didn't want to break my 20. So then he kind of just sho- shoved me out the door with my cookies. Oh, that's weird. He's just like, I don't want your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe he was really short on change. Maybe. So it was. it's definitely a cute little cafe, but it's not the... It's not the destination of fresh donut goodness mm-hmm. that I had anticipated. Well, maybe um, maybe some keen Portuguese listener will well, will go make a donut shop. Start a new business or a food truck full of malasadas. There's, there's, a, there's a hole in the in the Vancouver donut market. We've got our Lockheed's donuts. We've got our Cartam's donuts. We've got our Lee's donuts. We've even got like mini donuts. Mini donuts. If you go to the PNE. Now we need our malasada donuts. Yeah, we need new t- new types of donuts. Constant donut innovation. There's a hole in my stomach for a malasada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's put some music on. Um, this is uh, Walgren, um, who also uh, played at Shindig. Brenda, you said that you saw Walgren perform. Yes, Walgren won on Tuesday night at Pat's Pub and uh, doing um, vocals and violin looping. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty pretty intense performance. Yeah, Walgren is the project of Tegan Walgren. And this is, um, Brenda, we listened to the song, we liked it, but Brenda said that it wasn't a great representation of what her live performance was like. 
Yeah, well, seeing bands is always interesting because what's on the website, you know, after pre-production or production, it's always slightly different live. So this one's a, a lot more poppy and produced and, and a bit more R&B. And uh, live, it was a lot more sort of raw raw violin looping. And, and both are beautiful. All right. Well, here we go. I was born here in the canyon Under shadows moving slow Deep down in the canyon I surrender to waterfalls In my blood In my blood
There has been one voice in the local Vancouver art scene that has stood above the rest, and that's Discorder, that conspiracy, punk rock, foxcore, sassy, still publishing magazine from CITR. We're one of the established and trusted voices of Vancouver's music and arts culture in the Lower Mainland, with 8,000 copies distributed monthly to over 135 distribution locations, from the Lido to Zulu Records. Discorder is one of a few magazines published by a community radio station, and we only serve up the freshest local and Canadian goods. We have interviews with artists, album reviews, live show reviews, and articles about everything important to our crazy, unique, varied, and amazing culture in Vancouver and across the country. Pick up your free copy of Discorder today, or sign up to have it delivered to your door wherever you are. Check out our website for distribution locations and all the information about advertising and getting involved with Discorder. When you join Balloon Club, we guarantee that you will be able to make a balloon poodle within the first day. Here at the UBC Ant Club, we just like to talk about ants and compare ant farms. Uh, it's really cool. Paperclip Club is all about, well, paperclips mostly. At Blah Club, you can blah blah, blah 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 blah. There's only one club worth joining at UBC, and that's CITR 101.9 FM. We got free tickets to shows, whirly pops, professional help in all types of audio engineering, passes to festivals, crazy parties, live band swag, all types of crazy people. Our programming manager rides a motorcycle. There's freestyle rapping, Nardwar, the human serviette, the vinyl and record libraries, Discorder magazine, free studio recording, and it sure beats the hell out of Paperclip Club, which is a thing that I just made up because I work at CITR. So come check us out on the top floor of the Student Union Building. We got all types of crazy shit for you to do. Or check us out online at www.citr.ca. And we are back. That was an ad um, for CITR. What a great club it is. <laughs> uh, Brenda, we have a guest in the studio with us now. We do. Would Welcome you like to introduce? Here. Welcome here. This is Jason from the Uptights. Hi. Welcome here. Thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. No problems. Yeah. Good evening. <laughs> and you're a recent import from Edmonton. Uh, yeah, I left Edmonton a couple of years ago. Okay. So, yeah. So less recent. How did you um, start playing, and or how did the uptights form? What's um, uh, what's your origin story? Sure. Uh, the um, a, a number of Edmonton bands came to uh, Vancouver to record with Jesse and. I was in a band, as I heard you mention, thank you, called mm -hmm. Falklands. Um, and our drummer uh, was the drummer for the Doers, Jerf, who mm -hmm. moved to Edmonton. Right. When it came time for us to make a record, he said, uh, we got to record with my bro, Jesse. <laughs> and uh, we, all, we all thought that was a great idea. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, just we made two records with him and 
became friends, toured the country twice, our bands together. And uh, yeah. on the last tour, the Falklands did our our guitar player um, fell ill and was unable to uh, do the tour. And instead of replacing an irreplaceable uh, guitar force, we decided to do something different and have uh, an organ player. Because mm-hmm. uh, Jesse was on the tour anyway. We were like, hey, if we rent you... Uh, and a key, some keys, would you uh, play on the tour? And he said yes, because he played keys on both our records on a few songs. So we just kind of played those songs. Yeah. And uh, and after the tour was over, we just uh, we just had so much fun playing together. And then we were in Turkey together uh, n- on a non-music-related trip. And we were just drinking recce and yeah. talking about the replacements and Nick Lowe. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, I was we were going to make a band. <laughs> Yeah, that's, and that's how it happens. Mm. That's, uh, that's is that long winded? That, that no, it's long? good. That's good. I yeah. like I like hearing how bands form. I don't know why. It's always interesting to hear where things started. Um, how um, like what sort of sound do you guys? Um, what do you, what do you want to sound like? Or are you are you guys good? are you happy with what you guys are doing right now in the studios? And, De- definitely. Yeah. There was um, I had had some songs written uh, previous to this band, as did Jesse. Um, a few songs were uh, came late in the game that Jesse had written uh, when he was in a band called uh, The Previous Tenants, a wonderful van- Vancouver band. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that band uh, when that band uh, came to its end, those songs were new and fresh. So we just uh, they had demoed them, but Jesse wouldn't even let me listen to them. So he, he just said, "Here's here are the chords for the song," and then we just sort of reinvented them. But the songs we've written together since uh, Tyler Mountney joined on bass in uh, October of last year, mm-hmm. uh, we've just been writing new stuff, and the new stuff we're writing is uh, we're all really uh, really happy with. And yeah, just just poppy rock and roll, That's whatever fine. whatever happens, basically. Yeah, just uh, just do it. Just go with the flow. Definitely. Brenda, did you have a question? <laughs> and so you're playing a show this Saturday. Next Saturday, December 5th. Next Saturday, 5th, December 5th at the Astoria. The ridiculously early Mint Christmas party. And how did you get uh, connected with Mint? We, um, I think we just, uh, Randy and Rob had seen us a couple of times. And uh, Jesse, obviously Jesse and, uh, and Randy go back. Uh, all the way back to uh, Operation Makeout. So um, he just sent us an email, and we replied with an enthusiastic yes, because these are uh, – I've heard of these parties even when I didn't live here. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was uh, it's just going to be fun. Yeah, there's a, couple other Van- uh, there's a couple other Vancouver bands on the bill. There's a couple Edmonton bands on the bill. Um, there are some Edmontonians playing this, yeah. which I'm excited for. It's, uh, Edmonton, Vancouver, uh, Shindig. No, it's not a shindig. That's shindig. Um, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, it's a terrible pun. Um, uh, speaking of uh, uh, Edmonton, you spent mm. some time there. Uh, do you have any recommendations for someone from Vancouver who's interested in some Edmonton bands that they might not have heard of? Uh, definitely. Uh, definitely. Besides Faith Healer, who uh, were already uh, – Jessica Jalber is already one of my favorite songwriters from Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, an awesome band. I brought some Edmonton records. I know you guys are a local show, and it's not a it's nothing personal. But I brought a Faith Healer record in us. A, a record by a band called The Switches. Mm-hmm. They're a garage rock band, uh, and they are dynamite. We actually have a Faith Healer song queued up. If you, oh, perfect. If you want to hear one, oh, I'd uh, love it. So, uh, yeah, B- Brenda, which which song did you want to play? Was it Cosmic Troubles? Uh, no, it was Fools Rush In. 
fools rush in. All right, let's get that one going. All right, let's let's go to that, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more. Sure.
Uh, that was Faith Healer. That song was called uh, Fools Rush In from Cosmic Troubles. And Faith Healer has never played Vancouver, so if you want to see her perform, come on December 5th. Have you seen her before? I've seen her perform with her full band at Sled Island, and it was uh, it was lovely. Does, uh, does she normally perform solo? or does she No, perform? she normally performs with a full band, okay. but... Uh, uh, do you yeah. know if she's doing that uh, at, this, at the Mint Show? She or? is not. She's playing solo. Okay. That'll uh, be interesting. I think she's just coming out for the party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a few other bands, Monomyth from Halifax and Rennie Wilson, who's now living in Montreal. But uh, also formerly from Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on the breeze. He bounces back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, a rambling man. He is. <laughs> uh, so uh, what did you eat for breakfast, Jason? What did I eat today? Yeah, or oh. in general. Well, today I was I was so hungover I could barely get two spoonfuls of cold rice down okay. and an ibuprofen before I headed off to work. So, and then I I had a BLT with an egg on it at around eleven uh-huh. when I stopped shaking. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, rough, and then I rough morning then. And then I put you know put my head down and got the job done. Do nice. you do you work at the Lido? I do work at the Lido. I did not work there today. No. But. Okay. The Lido doesn't make me start at the ungodly hour of 10 in the morning. Ungodly, no. ungodly to a bartender, anyway. Yeah, that's fair. It's uh, not bartending season. It's, it's, uh, no one wants it, or, well, very few people want more than a Caesar at that time in the morning. So, yeah. And there's a whole bunch of food cropping up around the Lido, a little further down. But what do, you, what do you eat when you have to run and fill your stomach there? If I have to dash? Yeah. If I have to dash on shift? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's to uh, the old standby Dallas pizza and Donair, but I've only had the pizza. I can't speak to any of the other other menu options. Mm-hmm. Their crust is a little crouton esque, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I, n- I never got sick from eating it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know um, if that's a I think ringing that's, endorsement. That's like the biggest endorsement I could say about <laughs> Dallas as well. It's cheap, it's fast, it's conveniently located, and you, I've never gotten sick from eating it either. The people so. are really nice yeah. that work there. Um, but if uh, yeah, if I'm not working, or if I'm grabbing it on the way in, uh, Sushi Loku is great. Oh, yeah. It's walked down, and uh, Barbarella Pizza is awesome. Barbarella's Harkness favorite. is a great butcher as well. Have Fantastic you been to the new media. poutine place? I was there last night, actually. Was it good? Is that where you got the hangover? I've heard mixed reviews. That was in the... Uh, that I wouldn't... That No. That saved me, <laughs> probably, from... From an even worse hangover. From an even worse hangover. Uh, I did go there. The people were very friendly. Uh, it was all right. Okay. What sort of poutine did you get? Was it just a standard? Traditional. It was a standard. Um, In their defense, uh, it had been ready for a bit. Uh, Some friends ordered it. Mm -hmm. Came down. Yeah. It was. uh, There was nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It was. was, Oh, so your friends ordered it. You showed up. up half an hour later. Yeah. I got off work. Yeah. 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 So it was of no fault of theirs. It was a poutine. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't really trust what I was. I was half in the bag by the time I got there. So. Fair enough. I would hate to uh, give them give them an unfair uh, review based on my own uh, inebriation. Well, as a bartender, you probably have some opinions on the bars in town. Where do you like to drink? At the Lido. At the Lido, <laughs> where you can where you can drink on a staff discount. Uh, no comment. No comment. They've got a good uh, local beer selection. Yeah. Yeah. Some it's close to my house. The Black Lodge too. Yeah. Nice place. Uncle mm-hmm. Abe's. Oh, I, I like Uncle Abe's. I hadn't been there in a while on the topic of poutine. I know I've talked about this like we did review three them. or four shows ago, mm-hmm. but they have this like shawarma poutine thing. Which shawarma is, fries? Yeah. Yeah, I've eaten that it's too. It's so good. I had, uh, it's so weird too. I, 
I don't know. I, I, I love that stuff. The restaurant next door, Mitra, that yeah. supplies, uh, I think is great that they're working together, uh, that supplies their food. Uh, that's probably what I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> it's a Thursday night thing my wife and I do. Yeah, that nice. sounds delicious. So is there anything uh, that surprised you or that you were very excited about when you moved to Vancouver in terms of food? Uh, I was just excited for uh, just the just the wealth of options. There's so many restaurants in the city, and they're all they're all like there's a lot of reasonably priced food in this town. Vancouver gets a bad rap that it's expensive, but if you're not trying to buy a house, it's not that, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's it's not okay. that bad. I mean, but um, yeah, it's on par, or cheaper than the places I was eating at in Edmonton. Uh, yeah, definitely excited for um, a larger uh, uh, Japanese food scene. Mm-hmm. Um, ramen shops are just we're just starting to creep in. Yeah, they're, they're and into Edmonton, but not uh, and but not really catching on. Unfortunately, I watched a couple come and go, and uh, a couple that opened that uh, weren't doing it as good as I thought it could be done. Um, yeah, definitely. Have it, you, yeah, have you explored food, the so. ramen scene in Vancouver a bit? Then uh, gone down to Robson and I've had hit a f- up those places. I've had a few. Yeah. I've had a few bowls. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, Motomachi Shikudo. Motomachi. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the 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 bamboo charcoal ramen. Oh, I, like, I haven't had it's that. It's black. One. Okay. It's a black soup. It's uh, yeah, it's delicious. Sorry. Tre- tremendous depth. Bamboo charcoal. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? It means uh, somebody somewhere burns bamboo until it's until it's black powder. And then puts and, it in soup. And they just put it in the soup. It's a really yeah. It's it. I I'm pretty sure they use the miso base, and then they add this bamboo charcoal, and it's uh, sal- kind of salty and smoky, and mm. uh, oof. and then you can't beat Kentaro. Yeah, uh, they're both they're very sister good. sister locations too. Mm-hmm. Vancouver has very good ramen if you're willing to to find the good places. There's a little, few, a lot of average places and there's a few really good places. Mm. Even the average places. Uh, even the average places are still pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, should we play a song? Yeah, sure. Um, I think you picked this song, Edge of the Earth by Uptights. Um, you, yeah. Everyone happy with that song being let's played? Let's do uh, that. I, I like that song. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. Let's do it. Falling 
Mint. Mint has a compilation coming out soon. Mm-hmm. At the party. At the ridiculously early Mint Sorry, Records. Sorry, am I on the radio? You are on the radio. <laughs> there we go. Um, yes. So if you come to the Mint party at the Astoria on December 5th, um, they're issuing a compilation and you can get it at the show. I believe it's on cassette. Yeah. Anyways, but the bands playing at the show are Faith Healer, Rennie Wilson, Monomyth, Fake Tears, Energy Slime, Supermoon, and The Uptights. Is it Uptights or The Uptights? It's uh, it's whatever you want it to okay. be. Okay. I was just wondering. Some people are picky. Some people That's don't okay. mind. We're not yeah. picky. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like to. I think rock and roll bands should follow the Ramones rule. Yeah. Um, be less uptight it, well, about it, things. Well, I never said the Ramones on any of their records. No. Sometimes the the aesthetically looks... Uh, Look kind of clunky, yeah, on your uh, mm-hmm. on your album art, uh, but yeah, it's um, you're not going to offend anybody. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, you guys, were, um, we, while we were listening to the song, I uh, got you going a little bit about um, how you have plans for an album. Uh, could you tell the listeners about that? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been uh, releasing, uh, recording a couple songs at a time and releasing them um, here and there whenever we have the time. But the plan is to uh, just. We're about halfway done writing uh, a full-length finished writing demo and then do some touring and uh, record a full-length in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then with uh, vinyl plants now, if we record it in July, we should probably have it out in two or three years, probably. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so uh, stay tuned. Yeah. It's, it's almost there. Yeah, stay tuned. Slow and 2020 steady. uptights. Nice. <laughs> and then go on tour. Yeah. Nice. And, um, yeah, Jesse, who's in your band, has recorded half the bands in Vancouver. And uh must be nice having him in your band. Uh, I like it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, like, you probably like him as a person, but, like... Definitely, yeah, um, definitely. If, uh, even if he wasn't a recording engineer, uh, yeah, I think his position it, would be secure. Does it change the way you guys uh, approach uh, recording and writing songs, the f- that he's around? Or? I think it might approach... Or it might uh, have an effect on the way Jesse approaches things because he's always uh, he's always listening to how uh, to how it can be recorded. Mm-hmm. He's he's a tireless, dedicated uh, worker. Even he took a week, <laughs> he had like a week off uh, a little while ago, and um, even before band practice started, he was just like he was right at the at the at the PA, just like dialing in the mix and. And uh, he couldn't even, yeah, he had like three days off and he was getting bored and he had to fine tune the vocal mix of our band practice. It's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Those twitchy fingers, they just don't stop. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, restless in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely he's always, uh, he's always planning how to record it and how to, how to make it sound, make it sound better. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's, uh, that's a... Uh, that's something that I would look for in a recording engineer. So it's uh, good that he brings that to the. Yeah, he, I don't think he's ever mailed anything in. That's for sure. He's always, no matter what, uh, the way he speaks anyway, um, no matter what project, he's either recording a metal band or a folk band, he's always, yeah, he's always listening for new ways to make the band sound as good as they can mm-hmm. sound. Do you have a particular style of music that you like to listen to at home or uh, are you. Uh, I have eclectic tastes. Uh, what have you brought in? I listen to a lot of rock and roll. Well, I know you guys are a local show, 
and uh, and I and I did move from Edmonton, so I brought uh, I brought a couple of Edmonton bands. Um, there's a you guys got Vancouver covered, but then we already played Faith Healer, so I just brought a band of the Switches, whom I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. If we can. Maybe you could. Uh, I don't know if there's time, but they're great. Check those guys out. The Betrayers too from Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, uh, we have some switches in the library right now. Do you um, have a favorite song? Yeah, uh, the, the song uh, "Push Pull" has no swearing in it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I've already I already screened right. that for uh, cursing. Good work. Uh, yeah, Tara Scott. You're better than most of our programmers. Yeah, there's a songwriter. His name's John Common. He plays in Faith Healer actually, but he's uh, he's dynamite too. He just put out a great record. Uh, a couple of years ago. Okay, I have found that song. If you would like to hear it, I'm into that. I don't know. All right, let's mm-hmm. do it. You let's guys are it. the boss, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, right now, bosses. we right now we want to hear this song. Cool. All right, let's check it out. <laughs> That was uh, Switches. Uh, uh, that song was Push Pull off of their album, I Just Wanna. Mm. So every week we do a pairing and we pair a show and tell you where to eat first. Um, so this week we're, of course, doing the Mint Ridiculously Early Christmas Party on Saturday, December 5th at the Astoria. And where should we eat before then? You're asking me. Uh, yeah, I think I- you should eat at Phnom Penh. 
it's in uh, I think it's in Chinatown, and I've never eaten there, but I really want to eat there. I have eaten there, Ooh. and it's delicious. It's super good. Um, one thing that you'll know that you should note when you go there is that everyone orders the wings. Okay. Um, every table has like w- an order of it, and then they get everyone gets whatever they find is interesting aside mm-hmm. from that. But everyone gets those. Okay. And um, you should too, and you listeners should as well. They're really good, and if there's a lot of people there, they do take out too. Lovely, yeah. And what's it like? Um, it is Cambodian and Vietnamese food. I think more on the Cambodian side of influences, but um, it uh, has um, a. It's just like a very good quality of that style of food. I don't know um, if you've ever eaten that much, but there's lots of. Um, meat there's like meats usually centered in the dish um but there's a few vegetarian options uh some things are the wings that i'm recommending are very crispy Mm -hmm. um there's some deep frying going on and and, what are the flavors um let's see there's a little bit of french influence uh in uh, kind of the way there is in vietnamese cuisine but there's lots of uh lemongrass is definitely pretty prominent Mm. i know that there's some green onions going on and some things chilies it's uh some of my favorites. Yeah, it's delicious. It's real good. Maybe some fish sauce. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely some fish sauce going on. Yum. Yeah. Um, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> but if you, if you skip dinner and you go to the Astoria and you uh, you have a couple and you start to get a little lightheaded, they do they do serve food. You can, you can get pupusas there. They're yeah. Totally decent. And tacos. And tacos. Mm-hmm. Pupusas and tacos. We had... Um, and taco soup. We had a pupusa show once. We a did. Long t- a long time ago, where How someone came on and talked about how to make pupusas at home. and mm-hmm. We did make them. What his best, <laughs> what his top like three pupusa places in Vancouver were. He was a pupusa expert. And where to source all the proper cheese ingredients. Yeah, pupusas apparently have their own kind of cheese used in them instead of just, uh, it's not just like mozzarella, or at least not traditionally. I made pupusas once. It was a spectacular failure. Really? It was How? It was without a doubt the worst thing I've ever made. I've made a lot I've made a lot of I made a lot of things and I can hold my own in the kitchen. I'm not professional, I think. But I I read it needed a certain type of corn flour and I was mm-hmm. just in the grocery store and I was like, corn flour. That's probably all the same. It's probably all the same. Listeners, not all corn flours are the same. So always use the correct corn flour because this tasted like Play-Doh. I imagine what Play-Doh, well, mm. everyone knows what Play-Doh tasted like because they were yeah. children once. Uh, it w- tasted like clay, salty clay, and uh, and I hated it. I had so much and I didn't want it to go to waste. And I was like, I could just choke this down. And no, I, no, it was, oh, I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> Dis- disastrous. I'm getting the shivers just thinking yeah, well. about what a disappointment I was to Myself and my wife. Yeah, it's always. Um, Sorry, Lisa. It's always a little <laughs> bit more embarrassing when you're cooking for someone else and it happens. Like I don't mind when I make something poorly and it's just me. I'm like, mm. well, no one saw. Live and learn. But like when you're like, yeah, I made you dinner. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're still <laughs> hungry. <laughs> Let's just eat this lightly pickled cabbage from the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I once had people over. This was in in college, and. Uh, made creamed corn in a pot and had washed the pot quickly right before and it still tasted like soap. 
was like <laughs> soapy corn. Oh man, it's fantastic. Uh, or yeah. you don't realize till you've had that first mm. bite. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. It's too late then, and you're a poor student at that point, so you have to eat it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not cilantro. It's actually soap. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're about to wrap up. This is uh, we're approaching the end of our show, um, but everyone should stay tuned. Uh, I believe TikTok is coming up next, uh, which is CITR's spoken word uh, show. And after that is Thunderbird Radio Hell with Ben Lai, um, host of Shindig, and um, he usually has a very special musical guest on. I don't know if he does today, but mm-hmm. do you? I do not know. Okay, well. But you should send a little... Um, a little wishes to the to the Jets, the Winnipeg Jets for Ben Lai. He's a big fan of the Winnipeg Jets. Did mm-hmm. you ho- hold on to your? Are you a sports fan? I'm indifferent to sports. Yeah. Okay, but, so uh, you, j- tell me, are you? I can, I can go Jets. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> like you. I was just wondering if, like, because some people they like come from a place and they bring their fandom for whatever their sports team is with them. And Ben Lai is, is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he has seven jerseys. Oilers fans are Oilers fans for life. They're yeah. just addicted to misery and disappointment. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm pretty indifferent to most sports teams. I uh, I enjoy going to a sporting event and drinking some beer. And so. that is the extent of my fandom. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thanks so much, Jason, for coming in. Peanut butter and jams, indifferent to sports. Mm-hmm. It's us. It's true. Uh, let's put on one more uptight song as we leave you. Um, this song is called Some People. It's a Jesse jam. It's a Jesse jam. December 5th, Mint Records, ridiculously early Christmas party mm-hmm. at the Astoria. Come out and have fun. And there's always lots of pocky there. Not but poke. Not poke. Not poke. Yeah, pocky. it's true, actually. there's a. have never been to a mint party and not walked away with a handful of pocky. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you like it because you're going to get more than you I need. I like Pocky. Yeah. I'm, da- I'm down. All right, cool. All right, this is Some People by Uptights, and um, we're signing off. Thanks uh, a lot. This has been CITR 11.9 FM Vancouver and Peanut Butter and Jams.
I'm DJ Ray, host of the Late Night Show. You're listening to the Transcendence Show with DJ Smiley Mike.